Hello and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. And we're glad you're here today. It's a beautiful day, another time in which we can set aside to be with the Lord and be with each other and and put our hearts and minds on the things of God. How cool is that? So, uh, where where are we, Jeannie? Okay, so we're in Genesis 39 and the last part of verse 6 says, Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. Verse 7. And it came to pass after these things. Now this is after his success of taking care of Potiphar's wife and he's elevated. It came to pass after these things that his master, Potiphar's wife, cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said to him, lie with me. Verse 8. But he refused. And he said to his master's wife, quote, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against Potiphar? Oh, no, it doesn't say that. It says, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Mm. So uh, Joseph looked at him giving in to any type of sin, and this would be a sexual sin, as a sin against God, more than it would be against Potiphar or Potiphar's wife or anybody else. And I thought that was really interesting. I remember uh, reading about David in the in the Old Testament where he made that big mistake with Bathsheba and then the prophet came to him and he spoke to him and David finally had his eyes opened up and he embraced the responsibility of the guilt of what he did and he said I have sinned against you God and you only obviously he had sinned against Bathsheba he had sinned against Bathsheba's husband a whole list of people the cover-up team but he was saying, I've sinned against you, God, and you only. What do you think of that, honey? Well, uh, I believe that both Joseph and David had a tremendous understanding of everything, the universe. So, in a sense, what they're saying is, I recognize that my existence and the place where I exist it's all belongs to God. It's, it's his playground. And anything that I do in this existence, I'm responsible to him because it all belongs to him, including myself. And so that was their understanding. So truly every sin committed is committed against God. Foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a place where genuine and true repentance can happen. Right. Not just, I'm sorry I hurt you, uh, because now it's made my life rough, because now you don't trust me, or I'm sorry I hurt you, because it just makes me feel bad that I hurt you. Uh, but when you have this deep, ingrained realization that what you did was against God, and the free will that he gave you to serve him, and to uh, ask him for help if you need help, you know, that he gives us individuals all a conscience of his will, and he's holy, 
And when we decide to ignore that and go against our conscience, go against God's holiness and God's um, privilege that he's given us to even be alive and make choices, then uh, that's a genuine repentance. And everything else can come from that. As you recognize that, then you can turn around and give genuine repentance to the people that you've offended or hurt. And receive genuine forgiveness. Right. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Right. Who paid the penalty for your sins. So both of these men obviously counted God as the number one person in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, that all choices that they made, every circumstance, everything fell underneath their number one, which was God. Yes. And that's what we all need to come to a place with, where God is foremost in our life, and we give him honor with our life, and we give him our gratitude with our life, that anything that we do with what he's allowed us to do here while we're here, the breath we take, it's to bring him glory. Absolutely. In fact, the first commandment is you'll have no other God before you. So nothing else comes first except for God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning, God. So he is the beginning of everything. In fact, the word of God calls him that. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. The one to whom everyone will give an account. What did you do with the breath I gave you? What did you do with the life I gave you? All these things, what pops to my heart and mind is how much I need the Savior, Jesus Christ. Everyone does. And so, yeah, (laughs) it all comes from him. It all goes back to him. So Next time you realize that you've stepped over a line and you've sinned and done something wrong, I pray that the conviction comes from the Holy Spirit that this sin that you've done is against foremost against your God. Yeah. Who's your best friend? Who's yeah. purchased you with a price and who adores you and loves you and everything comes from him and goes back to him like you said. Yes. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this devotional time. and uh, It gives us an opportunity to slow down here a little bit to think about the choices that we've made in life and to be thankful for the wonderful opportunity and calling that you have to us that we would come and repent and ask for forgiveness for our sins. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for life and breath. Help us to use them for your glory. Your glory. For we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name, and everyone says. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon.